0: That's okay, how are you? Good, how about my you? Clippy things are great. We have our orientation this morning, so I'm just finishing up with I orientation.
1: We're early. Okay, I'll be right back. Perfect. Okay. Thank you. Thank
2: you. Are you, Megan? Yes. Yes. We do have That's a couple fun. things. You look very out. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a uh, table that we could use to... Uh, it's just a little... Show if some not, pictures. we can just...
1: Use it. It's okay. Else, that's
0: okay. Jennifer ends in the year room one at twelve, so she should be done. So that should be Meeting
2: room one? Mm-hmm. Let's go look at meeting with one. Okay, perfect. How do you know Megan?
0: Uh just through the wedding
1: circuit. Um I'm Kelly Semenza. Gotcha. Um, Happy uh, yeah, anniversary. Matt. and oh, thank you. I took you on your vacation.
2: <laughs> Good to see you. Thanks a lot.
1: Matt's wife.
2: She said the wedding circuit. <laughs> the, the wedding circuit. I didn't introduce myself. My name is Matt Ward. Hi, Matt. Nice How are you? Nice to meet you, too. So I moved right on to... How was the orientation? Oh it's great. It's always
0: hitting us sometimes though, which um, sometimes you think that the bigger the audience you have, the more uh, interaction you know, is the case. You so we know, have small
2: groups there. a little screen to, to put on one of these little tables probably or well, we
1: can connect up there um really
0: or
2: if you have an, a, it's one. like you know
0: don't it's no i know that y'all working on open enrollment stuff right you're getting things together oh,
2: yeah. modules well. we're just doing our modules for the ACA yeah. the anybody in
0: the board room yeah the, uh-huh. all, all the rooms are taken today oh, oh wow yeah. I did not realize that you guys were going to be doing a presentation. I don't want to. I don't no, want no. no, no, no. no, it's no fine. I yeah. don't want to interrupt, Charles. I don't want to do We got it. We
1: got it.
2: I've got paper too. We just we're do paper. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Go Tigers.
0: <laughs> <All right.
2: laughs> Thank
1: you, Lise. Laura Jean, you were just looking at a way to close up. <laughs> don't you use me as an excuse, Laura Jean? I know how that works. If I don't paper, Thank you. on we just Thank
2: it. Thank you, please? Your laptop
1: screen on her desk. So, what we'll do, if it's okay with you, love your shoes. Um, let's, <laughs> yeah. uh, if we can just, do you still have that little table in your I do. Sort? I'm going to take it off. Okay. I and mean, yeah. can just, um, he just had a couple of videos he want to not do. It with a with it. It. So he'll do that on there, instead of on a screen, just on the laptop side.
2: This place was like, maybe you can do anything more. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly starting to pick it up. It's yeah. great that you guys are able to use it all. Okay. It, so we still have these. All the rooms. chessboard <laughs> so, yeah,
0: so yeah these are um or whomever it can get kind of difficult during the day to kind of have to disconnect i brought these little toys
1: and mine little puzzles in here
2: That's cool. i love it
1: so pietra um two separate discussions chad mcculler is coming about one so that we can um go over real quick the just the um project stuff so okay. we'll be quickly um, here. Okay. And um, I know you're in a time crunch and then okay. we can kind of talk about kind um, of schedule for the re- remainder of closing the Here I'll That's good. That's good. Thanks for accommodating us. I know that there's never a good time for Pietra.
0: <laughs> no, you're fine.
1: Not a problem at all. Um, so yeah, introductions. Matt um, is focused on new business development okay. and um, account management for okay. us and so um, I needed somebody to help me mm-hmm. and uh, he actually was before he even knew that you and I had a working relationship and that there was something going on he's the one that brought to my attention hey I really would like to connect with yes Cruz, my friend Chris Otto uh, uh, Craig Otto Craig
2: oh. Oh. Craig's my buddy you know craig
1: you tell craig he needs to get me yeah i know craig (laughs) (laughs) does
2: he owe you something
0: Uh, he's he's if if you think i'm busy craig i mean he is the epitome (laughs) of busy yeah so craig um gosh craig and cooperative health have been doing business even before i started with the organization actually one of the first projects before i started with um, cooperative Health was a project in Pelion and Craig was the architect and wow. that's where we first met in
2: 2010, 2011. A small world, he, he he and his wife are, are in my yeah. mother-in-law and father-in-law's supper club, which we've gone to several times and I've known him for years and, and we got to know him. And then When I got into this business, I said, let me come over and talk to you for a few minutes. And, and, Cause he had, he knows all these owners of buildings that, <laughs> so he said, you, you might want to get in with the cooperative help folks and c- contact Pietra so yeah All right. so he brought uh, that brought to perfect and uh Pietra is
1: interested in and in, uh you know doing something different now so anyway so hence the this and Matt done a fabulous job I think that he and Juanita have built a little um camaraderie there <laughs> and uh, so but um, kind of what we'd like to accomplish today, if it's okay with you, is mm-hmm. kind of go through. Um, there are a total of eight sites that we've looked at thus far. I know that there are a total of 21. So by the end of this meeting, you'll have a good feel for, um, you know, what uh, some type of relationship, the price point for of a relationship under the full coverage agreement like okay. we have here. Mm-hmm. But Matt did put in place a couple of different options for you to look at. So all that um, is part of what we'll we'll share with you right now. Okay. Um, and then, um, and then after that, uh, you know, really just kind of looking back to you to, to really, um, do we need to refine the scope, and um, figure out where do we go from here? What are the yep. next steps? Okay. And as I mentioned to you before, um, really, truly, for us to go through and and get these different sites under agreement and go through the this, the thorough startup process where we would go in and you know do the put all the the work to you know do the first p.m. and really bring them up to
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, as optimal performance as we possibly can get them it takes some time and so that's why I was talking about you know well, ideally what we would like to do is start kind of a rolling startup where we start up maybe do because we can't do 21 sites in one month we really would need to come kind of, to kind of phase them in mm-hmm. and so that's another part of what we'd like to discuss with you okay. um, so, All okay. right all right so um that's what this meeting is about right now just kind of a verification meeting figuring out scope and time frame and that kind of thing um so um just kind of a a backing up a general overview um you know clarifying objectives that's what we want to do here matt has already um, gone through and done the fiscal assessment Um, typically we do a financial assessment we kind of um, bypass that because you already have a working understanding of Mm -hmm. our type of agreement because Mm -hmm. of the conference center however um, that is something that we are willing to go back and um, fill in if you think it's necessary to financially justify the different cost of the programs so just keep that in mind Um, obviously we've got a recommendation um, no surprise we really feel strongly about the full service we'll talk about that but we have brought some different options for you to consider and so we can co-author that scope if necessary and then finally, again, um, at the end of this, kind of agree on next steps. Where do we go from here? Um, and if I'm going too fast or too slow, you let us know. We're just hypersensitive to Pietra doesn't have a lot of time. Okay. Okay, you saw this chart, um, you know, maybe a couple of years ago, whenever we came. Um, and this is part of what we're doing to, that what, what we would do to, I uh, keep thinking that he's got a to touch me he doesn't to financially justify it. So we're looking at, holistically, the total cost of owning and operating a facility as it relates to your HVAC mechanical systems. And obviously a portion of that is contracted services, um, but the cost of in-house staff, energy is a big part of the total cost. um, And we know that with HVAC, it typically, especially the way you're using this space, HVAC is probably contributing to about 40% of your energy spend. Mm Um, especially in these buildings. And usually based on state of equipment, th- we usually um, estimate between 10 to 30% of your energy spend, we can, um, we can shrink that. So let's say just hypothetically, we did not go through the process of benchmarking your buildings. We will, if, if uh, we would like to anyway, but just kind of working backwards, we'd like to benchmark each one of those. Um, but let's say if you're spending Um, $100,000 a year at a site on um, energy and HVAC is 40% of that. So out of that 40,000, we're we estimate that we can save you 10 to 30% on your energy spend whenever it's working Mm -hmm. efficiently. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, somewhere between whatever that number might work out to be. Um, And also uh, capital avoidance and then of course, lost productivity. I'm just
0: gonna make notes real quick, just things sure. I need to circle back on. Uh, okay. That for, for me that I'll follow up on, just okay. information that I, that I would
2: like to get okay. um, from my end. Okay. That, a benchmarking, what she's talking about, this is what the benchmarking looks like. This is a we call a scorecard, mm-hmm. uh, building scorecard. We get the last 12 months of power bills and we're able to see what you're spending per square footage yeah. on, mm-hmm. on HVAC. And then it, it shows, is it in the red? Or the yellow with the green based on other square footage size buildings and and is it, it an office space is it a, a church that you know, we compare churches against churches and doctors offices against doctors offices and we're able to uh, just by getting the last 13 months of power bills we can tell where do you how are you benchmarked against other buildings and, and that's a very helpful tool just to try to get a feel of uh, are we doing great <laughs> are we okay or there are lots of opportunities here that we can improve
1: and really if we could go one step further once we have all 21 sites what we would like to do is then we can stack rank them Mm -hmm. in terms of opportunity for improvement and then really start dialing in and working with you and your team to really strategize how can we attack the problem and bring them in but um, step one of making improvements in a building is, okay, getting what you have working at the proper level in the first mm-hmm. place, which you'll see, there's a, there's, there's a good bit of opportunity as you anticipate seeing. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so just know that holistically, we're looking at that. Obviously, what we do is gonna impact you favorably on your energy spend, capital avoidance, by taking care of equipment and getting extended life out of them, that you know delays that outlay of capital for you know replacements, so it's going to improve their lost productivity. We just take into account how much downtime or how much lost revenue have mm-hmm. um, you know have have you in, in incurred because of systems that type thing. Administration, you know, how much time are you having to spend chasing down stuff? How much time is Juanita mm-hmm. having to chase down mm-hmm. stuff instead of focusing on more proactive, productive things? Right, right. Okay, so that's just so again. If necessary, we can circle back to this and help you fill in the the, the blanks there to make sure. Um, but we did not do that. Um, and I'm sorry. <clears throat> I promise I'm fine, but I've got a tip in my
2: throat. One of the major things on the financial analysis, I know it's real hard to see here, but when you compare major repairs, mm-hmm. we're able to see okay, what were the last 12 months of major repairs over at the Pillion right. site or the Uh, little mountain site and having that number you know can we spend 5,000 on major repairs but with the full coverage program that would have been covered. Mm -hmm. So having those uh, financial analysis (coughs) pieces might be beneficial in the future if you feel like you want to look at that.
1: Okay, we're happy to do that. Some of the newer sites too you may not have that available.
0: Can
2: you go back to the?
1: Sure. Okay.
2: I've got okay. this in, in paper form. If it's easier for you to see if, that way, if, do, am I able to look at? <coughs> over the, Are
0: you okay with letting me see? Them? I can follow along with you. Yes, yeah, sure. I would like to act like I can see from here, but we no, all don't know in, if a, I <laughs> have to have glasses to write.
2: That's an important piece of the puzzle here. Okay,
1: wonderful.
0: Okay. The next. Thing. Okay. Um, and
1: again, just the different types of programs. We'll get it in, get into it. In just a bit, right. And right now, I don't think that you're doing anything at all with some of the sites, mm-hmm.
2: and so especially the ones you just purchased <clears throat> out of Ridgeway. Mm-hmm.
1: But the reason why um, you know we've got three different prices that we'll end up um, providing to you is because if you were to put you know something in place, a, pre- a preventative maintenance, kind of the industry, what the market gives is more of a test and inspect whereas you know test and inspect and then when something goes wrong or when some major cleaning needs to occur there's a cost associated with that um, and then the PM is, is uh, where we're actually doing cleaning and actual okay. maintenance and uh, doing something more than that <clears throat> um, in an effort to keep things up and going um, and then of course the full coverage so you, you see the difference in the type of the programs God. where mm-hmm. what's covered and what's
2: not okay okay mm-hmm. so the cleaning and the the annual preventative maintenance occurs with both the best program and the better it's just whenever we see something that needs to be repaired or you guys have a trouble shooting call that we have to come and figure <coughs> out that's where we just would bill you for it on the on this program I got it correct okay um,
1: so really, Matt, I'm going to let Matt go over um, details because he, he's the one that's kind of run uh, run all the, the legwork on this.
2: Um, well, thank you. And, and there were two quick things I wanted to show you. So this is the life expectancy. She don't, I'll pass this to you. Please. Okay. Um, life expectancy in the southeast for equipment is around 12 to 15 years. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this little part of it. At the bottom shows that with compressors which are the high dollar pieces of the HVAC equipment that break down normally around eight years in the southeast mm-hmm. so at 11 and a half 12 years is when the whole unit probably needs to be replaced your equipment is right at about 11 average 11 years um, over the eight locations if you took all the equipment which i did and and found what's the average life uh, or age of the equipment that you currently have it's 11 years Uh, so you're at that part where things are starting to break down a a lot more it's different when we have facilities where everything's three years old or four years old Uh, when you get into a situation where things are 11 or 12 or 15 years old by having the, the PM in place we can get an extra five years out of it without things breaking down and and just having to replace the entire piece of equipment so, I'm showing you that because it, you're right there on that line of if you don't do anything, things are going to start really being expensive mm-hmm. to replace. Understood. And this is just kind of a, a little cheat sheet, if you will, of it, a, a 30,000 foot level of if you find these things, this is probably the cause of it, and this is what's going to happen if you don't fix it. Um, and at, at your locations, there were a little bit of everything here at different sites. And I'm gonna try to go through this in a time of...
0: You're okay, it's okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll try to show you everything, but a lot of these issues here are um, something that if we don't get fixed, it's gonna be real expensive for you in the long run. Yeah. So is there anything else you wanna to add to that piece? Or? No, we just tried to
1: summarize because um, Pietro I spent, Matt is very I spent three.
2: <laughs> well, very detailed. I want you to know, and I, and I, I am very passionate about this stuff. Um, I had a solar business for five years prior to this, and I realized that over half the power bill, we talking solar, is is actually heating and cooling the place. So I'm I'm very detailed in what I found, and it, it's hard for me to summarize in thirty minutes eight sites and, and, and he had three <laughs> days worth of uh riding around with Juanita so Understood. uh some of the things that we realize that you're uh, concerned with uh, you know overall comfort of the staff and the patients in the admin office uh uptime and reliability uh trying to minimize the, your time and Juanita's time so that you're not spending chasing these uh all these issues and uh you know, we t- I talked about starting with eight sites and then moving on. So this was at the Brooklyn Community Pediatrics location. That's where we started. Uh, this is up in the air handler, one of the air handlers. Uh, lots of spider webs in the electrical area. If we don't take care of that, that's when things get back there and die and uh, cause things to short out. So there was some growth happening here uh, on, right above the coils. And there was like this standing slime in the pan there. That was some growth on a lot of the electrical pieces on the outside of this uh, fan. There was standing water on on one of the units inside of the pan. um, And we realized that that was because there was a crack in in the the, primary pan. So what happens is the water goes here first and then it overflows into the secondary pan. So we'll need to get that a fixed because right now you've got standing water above the, the rooms there. This is some plumbing issues. So I, I don't want to get into a, a, a plumbing lesson here, but basically with this air intake on, on this side of the P-trap, um, it's, it's sucking hot attic air in all day long. So it's trying to cool hot attic air. Uh, this needs to be on the other side of the P-trap. The reason why you have a P-trap is so that there's an air lock there that it doesn't pull in hot air from the outside so that's just a simple fix but something that's important that's causing excessive uh, condensation and energy and energy yep so we got there this says the hot it was very hot front entrance area when you first walked in the door and then the sick waiting room uh, we were told that it was very warm they had a fan here trying to blow air just move air around but I'm going to show you why I think that there is a lot of hot air. So, th- this filter was just caked, and when you, I took this down, it's just lots of uh, gunk. We normally don't maintain these on a regular basis as far as this goes. This grill cleaning and the outside. That's like our, uh, during the first startup, we'll take care of that, but that's normally on, on uh, your team's job, but it, as far as the filter changes, I, I think that's been there for some years.
1: Yeah, this part we absolutely would, would um, take care of it's just the, the clean, the outside um, cleaning of that. That would just be the, the routine, the janitorial staff part
2: of that. Then we went to this location, all the all the pieces are on the roof there. Uh, the filters, when we moved the filters out of the way. The coils need to be cleaned. Uh, the filters in this one were pretty caked. Um, sorry just multiple filter I- issues there some standing water that one we did not put that back in we pulled those filters out and just said you yeah, know that yeah. I, I think it's better to just leave, <laughs> leave that out I think so too. and and risk the coils getting a little dirty for a couple of days but uh, we, we took that down and showed what he did just so she was aware of it uh, same situation there was some growth starting to happen there. But then went to Brooklyn Casey. Uh, This had interesting situation. It was like an open end there so it's again it's just sucking in hot air from the attic. It needs to be plugged and capped. Uh, This ductwork randomly is crimped. It's like it's bent over and and too tight. It needs to be just uh, you know fixed, expanded or uh, somehow allowed to flow instead of being crimped like that. And this is normally not something that we would fix on a full coverage program, because it's not a movable part. It's not like a motor or a fan or something, but that would be like a little mini project to try to fix that. But I I believe this is affecting the waiting room where it was really hot. I don't think the air is flowing like it's supposed to in that sick waiting room. Uh, We always look at the fan, uh, fan blades, when they're caked like this, it takes a ton more energy to try to spin those fans, and it's just nasty. I mean, that's all, all the air blowing through the building is blown over these fans. Here, that's a, a plumbing issue. They've got it. Uh, you can tell all the rust. They've had lots of leaks, and the water's just going to flow down there. There's a switch that, if this was plumbed correctly, the float switch would cut off the unit so that you know, okay, we got to go fix that instead the way it is now the water will just keep flowing and it could flow like that for months or years without anybody catching it there was a leak in this location it was interesting because several people had taped up the vents um, not sure why this is in the front lobby here this is a little unit in one of the doctor's offices like he was trying to purify the air or cool the air it's it's settled on like 74 and it was no it was set on 68 and it was actually 74. Um, I believe it's not running correctly because that filter was in there since 2017. Um, so for like five years or so, hadn't been changed. And when the filter's clogged, obviously the, the, the air's not flowing over the coils, it's not cooling correctly. So it's, that's why it's not performing. Dirty motors, that causes excessive wear on the motors. Uh, This is the front entrance way. I was trying to combine a bunch of photos here when you walk in the front door That is the one little duct and there was a hole When I was in the attic there was a hole in that ductwork It was just blowing cold air out. So I'm I'm thinking that that little duct is not getting any air because there's a hole in it Um, Right when you walk in the door, she's got this cover Uh, another person has it covered another person has it covered all in that one room there so that's a simple diverter style. I think it's just blowing right over her and she was complaining about that, so they just taped up a piece of cardboard to try to fix it, but uh, a $5 dollar deflector will probably solve that issue. When they went to Hopkins, they're using uh, some covers on there as well. All the units are out back. They're just three simple split systems. When we got in the attic, uh, this unit had some. That really dirty motor. You can tell that that's on the verge of being clogged. It needs to be cleaned out on a quarterly basis. Whenever I see cups like that, that's that's a sign where people have been scooping them. That's their scooper cup and uh, I also like to show the filter there. That's like a let's go to Walmart or let's go to Lowe's real quick and grab a filter. We use Merbate, nice pleated filters. Uh, the little joke in our office is we call these brick catchers because they'll they'll catch a brick but everything else kind of goes through it you know it. so just wanted to show you what you're using now uh, rooms three and four were hot at this location we were told and uh, as well as rooms eight and nine. so when you walk to the back of this facility there's rooms on the left rooms on the, on the right all the way down the hallways Well, the two on the end and the two on the end were really hot Um, and I think that that's a combination of all the issues we just saw the ducts being closed up the filters being clogged the fans being dirty all that's affecting the flow and the balance of the air. We then went to Little Mountain and all the units are out back here behind these shrubs you can see all the units the first one we went to was making a lot of noise here. That was the contactor. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll come back to that, but basically we we found out later that that unit was iced up and it was trying to r- run, but the contactor was just not able to run and just making that loud noise. Uh, the insulation on, on several of the refrigerant lines was falling off and that's a little you know, TLC, but. It's losing a lot of efficiency when it comes out of the compressor, really cold, and it's it's trying to go into the building to the air handler. It, it, if those aren't on there, it's losing its coldness you know, right away. So, I'd like to work on getting those fixed up. These coils, there's not a lot of air going through that on on the ones that we saw that were caped like that. Uh, that is, and. In-
1: um, Petra, those should be like, uh, you know, what clean coals look like. They're just, uh, you know, mm-hmm. just those should be silver and then just, there's just a lot of debris there.
2: Little things, vines growing up on them, uh, lots of leaves in the bottom of those. We'd get those cleaned out, more of the insulation issues it's just falling up. You, you can see it sweating there. Um, the same issues there. So this is the, the, this is going to your server room. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a little mini-split. I'm sure you're familiar with mini-splits. Uh, on the back of it, this is the back, I, I thought I'd just try to see how caked it was. So it's like no air is getting through there at all. Um, it, it, it's been like that a little while, I think. But that's what's causing this to heat up. This room was like 77, and when he just said, at, at 78, the alarm goes off. Yeah. Uh, it's it set at 64, so it's like it's trying to keep up, but it can't because there's not any air going through that to really cool it down. That to me will seem like a critical issue uh, because it obviously it's a server room. Uh, Exam room one, we pulled the, the grate down and saw the filter was pretty caked up there. Now, this was kind of comical, but not comical. Do not walk on duct anymore. <laughs> Somebody put this there but you could see they had access the duck and just walk 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 and then if you go on down they kept walking all the way down in the back um so it, it's just hard. it's I horrible you, just, you can't make this up and i just said before
0: that so I just, <laughs> this is like
2: nuts um you want pause to pause <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so
0: for little mountain you know this so this is not our facility little mountain we don't we don't okay. have this facility um so i'm just I, I, right now what I'm going through in my mind is we operate it, how much do we want to invest in it? And then when you flip to this side, I'm thinking...
2: <laughs> Why would they do that?
0: <laughs> wow, well, so not this only goes really outside then. when you're scraping stuff off, right. to do not walk on the ducts. So,
2: well, but they I, put aside like, to tell their people not to walk on it or something. I don't, I don't get it. I, I, but also, they... they okay let me just pause and say, at every location we went to, nurses and head doctors were coming up to me like-
0: It's warm you, right?
2: Hey, hey, come over here. Yeah. You gotta, it's hot over here. Is it hot to you? It's hot to us. I'm like in this facility, the whole back hallway with all the rooms was hot. Well,
0: uh, first of all, thank you. <laughs> I know it's, you know, when people see that we have contractors and we have Total Comfort Solution or any other- um, They were excited. <laughs> that, well, I'm just gonna say, um, for one, we should have shielded you from it, so I apologize um, for, for, for not doing that. You should have never been pulled um, or or approached at at any time. You That's know, good. you're there to, to make an assessment and not to hear um, what people, I'm sure you would have come across this. So thank you for um, indulging. Well, it, it, helps tell team the puzzle.
2: it helped tell the whole story because I didn't know, you don't know what they are experiencing. I, I see what I see, and then to be able to put the pieces together When they say this whole row of offices below this whole strip is are hot Mm -hmm. i I don't know why you know Mm so and i didn't realize you didn't this this building
1: no we little mountain we do not own and that and truly you know getting to the end of it when we co-author you may choose not to do you pull coverage in some areas and and not in others it depends i'm not sure whatever you guys uh, um, decide to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to digest mm-hmm. this one a little bit more. Something because we are
0: operating in it and we, we clearly can't close our doors. So we're kind of put in that mm-hmm. persnickety um, so position. So is think. it
2: in the situation where if a, if the whole unit dies, they would replace it? So the, it's our responsibility. It's your responsibility. Yeah, so, but, so, still... so
0: the, yeah, it's our responsibility. But this is, this is above and beyond a compressor, mm-hmm. um, what you're showing me at Little Mountain that's well above.
2: Out of the unit um, here again, this is their scooper cup, and a little siphon tube to siphon it. That tells me this has been leaking a lot, and they're not fixing the leak, but they're just siphoning it out and making it limp along. And I don't know what this is in the back of the unit, but it looks pretty nasty. This is a. If you see the damage here on the wood, it's a it's a mixture of these insulation lines not being shored up which is causing it to overcondensate. Mm-hmm. That's gonna eventually leak down onto the ceiling tiles mm-hmm. above the facility, above the rooms. And that is
1: just, that's just workmanship what it is what that boils down to. And, and that's a whole, you know, one of the key differentiators is we pay attention to the details. It's a
2: little hard to see here, but this is dripping outside the pan and it, it just needs to be insulated all the way back here. But that, this is only wet because this is not insulated. Not a major deal it's just a detail but it's an important detail because that's causing wood damage or growth here at little mountain that was mm-hmm. the unit that was iced up mm-hmm. um, that was making mm-hmm. the noise with that mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. contact here i first showed you and, and we uh,
1: did that's the one that um uh, Juanita asked us to take a look at and so zach was w- was right. with him but he came back we the next it day.
2: For her and, and then he came back and, and said yes it's low refrigerant there must be a leak uh, we can get down to the individual level details here, but those coils are damaged because the chunks of ice have been fallen over time. So this is not the first time it's frozen up. So real quickly, with Little Mountain,
0: did we did we fix
2: Little Mountain yet or no? Uh, we No. At
1: least, is it still it's running i think he charged it but it's not it you need a per- more permanent solution yeah. is so that is perfect. it is it blowing cool air now or is it that
2: unit is not it, okay uh, what he just said i believe to not put refrigerant in oh, okay. because I'm it was going to be too much i think she's talking about replacing it mm. the cost of the r22 old refrigerant is going to be it, it's on the line of do we replace it or do we Got just it. charge it okay so the reason for the urgency to meet today is because all of these issues are not fixed. <laughs> That's It's hard to sleep on these kind of things mm-hmm. when you know these are happening and people are hot and, you know, patients are... Anyway, uh, this is the one in Ridgeway. The reason why I took this photo, there was standing water next to the, the unit there. The first thing we noticed when we walked in there, Juanita showed us that there was leaks on some ceiling tiles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I took that picture of the standing water just to show what's going on here. And I'll explain that from this lady, you might know this lady, I don't know, if you know her, but she was, she's been there a long time. She said every summer it leaks from right here to right here. It starts with this tile and it works its way all the way back to this tile. Um, so we got up there and after doing some troubleshooting, this is directly above these grates, okay? These are on the roof, I mean, directly below these grates. Uh, The grates were covered with a lot of leaves. uh, And so I I kicked them out and tried to to clean out the grate so that it'll flow in there better. But this is the only thing that is above this whole area. So it's not HVAC related, it's your drainage roof issue. Um, I don't know if water's sitting in that 10 inch pipe above there, but it's definitely condensating from here all the way to here, but it's not HVAC related. So, for what we could tell. But that is an issue, because every drain that we saw, there were about six of them up there. They had leaves and debris all the way up to the top. So water's coming all the way and just sitting there until it reaches the very tip top, or slowly creeping in. So that could cause water, uh, standing water on the roof. Uh, the reason why I show these is that <clears throat> Part of our quarterly preventative maintenance, we got to clean these pans out. That's a major, it's just stagnant water. I, I was in the food safety uh, business for a while, and that's, you know, E. coli, Salmonella, Central.
1: Mm-hmm. We're not
2: careful. Uh, but water just stands in those units right now. Uh, this is you know, checking the belts once a year, mm-hmm. making sure the belts are, are tight. Well, is, the belts are checked
1: every, every quarter, mm-hmm. but they're replaced once a year.
2: Thank got you. it Yeah, appreciate that yeah and obviously when it's loose like that it's causing it to slip and it's just more energy spent. Uh, nasty fins that haven't been cleaning in a while uh,
0: um christy you're used to that you're able to break some of these so um sites out and mm-hmm. i'm mm-hmm. not i'm <clears> not sure just yet. i'll talk with delgado a mm-hmm. little bit later but you know, the sites that we have in fairfield mm-hmm. um, although they are our sites we have tenants so i i need to circle back with him about how we want to handle um um hvacs at these particular sites okay. since there are tenants
1: <clears throat> have separate i just I, mm-hmm. uh, we can talk about that those details a little bit later he's got all the we're going to leave you with a, a show okay and you'll have all the numbers okay. and we can kind of start from there so you're going to do like one bill swoop or we want to uh, well we'll figure it out He's
2: got it broken down by location. Okay, that's fine. And got he's there. And yeah, there's not that many more. Uh, photos, no, no, you're f- you're
0: fine. I think <laughs> we're. Let me just make sure I don't have anyone waiting behind me. You yeah Sure. Yeah. sure. Um, which I don't think
2: so. Um, good. No, we're good. Um, yeah, we're 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 good. You don't need to rush through. Okay. okay. Well, at the at this unit. Um, There were a few older pieces and I called Juanita when I was up on the roof and I said, you've got holes in this heat exchanger. If we don't cut the gas off, which we did, if we don't cut the gas off and that starts up in the fall, there's gonna be carbon monoxide pumped into the building there. And I said, may I cut the gas off? And she said, sure. So this is an example of a pre-existing condition that we would recommend at startup. Hey, you've got holes there. This is what it will cost to fix this. And all, all this one, full transparency, there's
1: um, <clears throat> the preventative maintenance and the things that would be covered under the full coverage agreement are things that are maintainable. So mm-hmm. um, this is not, there's nothing that we can do for the piping here for mm-hmm. the heat exchanger mm-hmm. to keep it from doing this mm-hmm. other than just, you know, TLC and make sure that it's and paying attention to those details. Um, but that has so, so that would not so whether we were under agreement or not that actually would be excluded from coverage on that. Heat Just I'm glad of, we found
2: it because we don't want to paying attention to those kind
1: of things.
2: Yes. And there was like a, a jumper here, so that's bypassing a, a safety switch there. There's some sort of jumper. The the capacitor was like zip tied on. There was some growth there. Uh, more standing water in a different unit this is stuff that we would definitely t- take care of that needs to be cleaned up. And okay. we then went to the larger building that that you guys mm-hmm. just recently got a hold of. Uh, when We first walked into this. This is in the scent mm-hmm. location, the first a place that when he just took us, she said that there was standing, or there was always issues with water. Uh, water on the floor, water in the ceiling tiles, water in the lights. And then she took us to the bathroom when you first go in on the left, and there was water there as well. Uh, ahead. Just a, So sorry, Um, someone, can we to bring it in the We'll cover it in just a minute. Okay, I'll come Thank then. you. Come Thank in you. Here. Yeah, so we can Perfect. go ahead and go through these, yep. and let's, get to, let's and go to the pricing before she so, comes in. There was water in that one. Uh, this is the reason for those leaks in the ceiling tiles, it, and it's hard to see from here, but there was... All these air conditioning refrigerant lines are not um, insulated well, and so that's causing the water to fall down them. That's on top of the light, so if we don't get that fixed, if that's going to cause it could cause fire or electrical issues with the light. There you can see the water that was in the bathroom. Um, more water in the in the units that's not supposed to be there. I think that has a cracked pan. That was in the Scent facility. Um, The reason why I put this there is like that was the filter out of this ear, nose and throat place. Um, People go in there to get shots and uh, pretty nasty there. This is the uh, Memorial Hospital tenant location right there between the firefighters and Scent. When you go in there it was 75 and she'd set on 73. Returns were pretty caked. was set on 73, was actually running at 80, 81. Filters haven't been changed in a long time. They have a massive server room there that they said that's like for the old hospital, all of the server for the old hospital. It's got a little mini split on the wall and it's only a one ton. You can see it's 80 80 degrees there. I don't think that that's enough to cool that room. They're having to keep the door open. The firefighter location, we went in there that filter was just caked, left it out, and swapped it for a new one. Uh, you've got units on the right side. Need, more of the same. Need cleaning. Yeah. Vines growing through them. Uh, th- this is real important. She was one of the ladies that pulled me aside and said, you, you got to fix this. This is above their lab machine. I don't know if you know where that is or mm-hmm. not. but. Uh, this is unit seven. It was on seventy-seven degrees, or it, it was seventy-seven degrees in the room and not cooling, and it was because the unit was iced up.
0: Um, you know, it always baffles me. And this is no it has nothing to do yeah. with this conversation. In terms of, of it, this is not going to provide any type of solution, but <laughs> I have no idea how they continue to operate.
2: Yeah. None.
0: You know, we just acquired these facilities yeah. in uh, March. Oh, I'm, like,
2: I'm with you. That's why I was like, I, ha- I got I, to see it, these things. Yeah,
0: I just I cannot believe.
2: Yeah. Um, um you want to close Go back? Yeah. Yeah. This was I was shocked because it was like somebody just left. They had their gloves, they had parts here, they had this open a Clorox bottle. Like they were trying to fix it. This is another vent that was open so hot air's going through there. Right. Uh, It's almost as if now that
0: there's new. (laughs) It's like they just left. Yeah. Yeah. And
2: I I, I, I took a little video here because as we pulled it out, you could just see the dust fall off of it. We did not put those back in. We said this because that's affecting the whole flow Mm -hmm. through the whole building.
0: So the part that was iced up over the lab, were we able to get
2: that? That they thawed it, and it's not fully functional yet. I think we wanted to wait till this meeting to figure out what direction we wanted to go to. And. I'm at the very end here no you're fine i have until like two okay the rehab center if you pull those black filters out you could tell that the coils were uh, it's actually going through to the coils so they have fans all over the place i don't know if you've been there or not but they have fans like crazy and and when we first walked in she's like it's extremely hot they had a temporary unit there in uh-huh. the back Left of the of the place you near know, the bathrooms, and they said it gets really hot. Um, well, that is because the compressor's dead, and that's the technician circled that and said it to me. Uh, they they changed the fan out, but long story short, that that compressor's out. Uh, it was 80 degrees in this lobby. All right, so this is what we like to show. As far as to try to understand. you got the details? Yeah. <clears> this <throat> uh, is a breakdown.
1: May, may have one of
2: those two. Yeah, sure. a of and and again,
0: these are for the eight sites that we covered today. So, this yes. number I've seen the numbers that I'm seeing specifically, sites
2: are, specifically. Yes. for, okay. Yeah. The sites are on the bottom there, the little chart.
1: Okay. Uh, okay. And Juanita, just so you know, um, so the yeah, G- G- uh, oh, so sorry. It's okay. I apologize. I've been caught. Um, all right. So, the full coverage obviously is a GPM. Um, And then the C2 is uh, preventative maintenance. Um, The C3 is internally what we call our test and inspect, which we do not like to do a test and inspect only because you're not getting any real cleaning. We're Mm laying eyes on it and we're changing filters, but that's it but we put it just so you have a relative comparison of what others might charge you for that. Okay, so, so that
0: I understand, you've got GPM, and you have your cost here at yes. GPM, which is 3583, for example. Correct. And then you've got C2 and then C3. Now, are,
2: so it, it's these- It's one or the other.
0: So it's either this one, Correct. this one, or this one. Yes. The full coverage
2: program, which is what we recommend, or this is just cleaning and test and inspect once a quarter, but if something breaks, we would bill you for it. Mm-hmm. basically. Um, and then the, the C3 is where we would do the test and inspect and you'd have access to us but we would bill you for cleaning and we would bill you for um, and I and something th- breaks.
1: think that I don't know how the um, sites years ago were sold, but I think that they were more along the lines of a, a test and inspect, and I think that that's why there was a lot. You know, we've had this yes. discussion about mm-hmm. the previous. I think it required a lot of Juanita's time. There was a lot of decisions. Hey, you've got an issue here. What are we going to do with it? Um, and so. You know I think the perception was we're not that very user-friendly and that we're building this for everything it's because of the type of program mm-hmm. and this Matt can also give you um, this slide, picture because I think it really does kind of summarize things well in terms of how much you're getting with um, different types of programs that's best that's better and that's our um, good you know and the good is right now you're really not doing anything proactively at all at least laying eyes on it once a quarter
2: changing mm-hmm. filters would be easier to read Um, and this is the whole thought process here on on like a 30,000 foot level right now it seems like everything's reactive as things break it's hard to budget what we're trying to get you to do is is to understand that most of your equipment is averaging 11 years and so things are really starting to break on a consistent basis if you knew that you had to pay a set amount but everything was covered that's a lot easier for you to budget. It's a lot easier. It's a, the response times a lot quicker. If, if something is down, we just going fix it and not have to get through a, a PO process or uh, what know to call and get pricing and then wait three days to get approval. We would just fix it. And you would be able to budget and know how much it's gonna be per month. It would be 5,500 bucks.
0: And this, 57. so this cost that you're showing me, so 5500 a month, um, is if the systems are running the way they should be running.
2: Right. We would shore them up. In we, so we is there an additional startup.
0: cost for the startup, for shoring them up, for changing things out? So things that you right. found today, Correct. or that
1: you're showing with me today, is that an additional cost? Yes
2: ma'am, that's not what for, we call a, yeah, a startup.
1: Not, yes, a startup, but some of that things like wrapping and just you know um, workmanship kind of things, we're not going to bill you for those kind of things, mm-hmm. but like for the example, where there, there's not that non-existent compressor, you're going to have to have a compressor.
2: Right. right. And so there the would be a cost to so The those heat those exchanger with the holes. Yes. That's what we call pre-existing conditions. Yes, <laughs> so
1: do you have
0: those costs as well?
2: Not today because okay. I, I just did a 30,000 foot survey. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really get into each piece. Normally what we do is at, at, at the startup, we would go through each piece and, and check the you put the gauges on, them, check the refrigerant on each one, and have a list of each one what needs to be fixed or what doesn't need to be fixed, and go from there. Okay.
1: And um, so, and there are a couple of different things because right now, truthfully, you have a lot of you have a lot of issues, um, you know. And I think that once we get the dirt cleaned off and we you know kind of we see where we are and give it give it the best chance to operate. Um, you know we it's it's hard to tell um but you know the smaller things we would just kind of do anyway change our com- contactors you know wrap up things here and there we're not going to bill you for that it would just be the major pieces um
2: like and a thousand or three thousand dollar kind yeah. of things that, that just need to be right fixed to get going that's we got to get it to where it's working to where we can insure it right right so. no i i
1: understand yeah. And, if it, and if it were to be some kind of exorbitant cost, you know, we certainly could have a flex, give you the flexibility to, mm-hmm. you know, downgrade that because you can choose not to fix something. Mm-hmm. It's just we're not going to cover it under the GPM coverage if you choose not to put that compressor
2: or, in. Or we could stagger that out and, and fix, like out of the eight locations, if we need to fix three or four of them this month and three or four of the next month in order mm-hmm. to space it out a little bit, we could do that and not do it all at one time. It depends on... How are your costs broken
0: down? Like, how,
2: how do you come up with? Sure, um, glad you asked. So, is you. it by unit It's by it's by equipment. Yes, you. ma'am. So, let me show you this real quick. So, this is the I have at each location. These are the the equipment inventories. Okay. Okay. So, I, a part of what I did, like this, is at the largest facility. Um, I went through and got all the serial numbers all the model numbers and all the different size compressor fans. These are the things that are likely to go out um, that we would have to ensure warranty. The horsepower fans, the uh, the compressor units, I did this for each location and so this is important because this is how our link service, our franchise system works as far as pricing goes. It's based on what equipment have it, it's not you know shotgun from the hip let's throw a price on it it's all based on what equipment you have and how old it is uh,
1: and also um, the the, um, the type of system because you notice that um, there are a couple yeah. of uh, sites that have package units versus split systems, Yes, okay. and the split systems have actually two pieces. You have uh, maintenance on the condenser mm-hmm. section, mm-hmm. you have maintenance on the air handler, mm-hmm. whereas with the package unit, it's just one package unit that you have to do, so it all, everything that we do equates to how much time are we going to put mm-hmm. into it, because truly, our PM is just um, labor hours plus a little bit of material. Um, so that's why our PMs, um, or the, the cost for PMs is higher because we put more labor into our PMs because the whole reason for that is the uptime and reliability and getting the most out of your systems.
2: This is an important piece and I'm, I'm, I'm very glad you asked because you know, the, the equipment inventory for each location, this is what, when clients will call us and say, Hey Matt, we just bought a new building over here go run the numbers. You know, we don't have to have an hour long meeting about how we came up with the pricing because it, it's just about, it's based on the equipment. So whether it's a large building or small building, it all depends on the amount of equipment that we have. And it, it saves time from having to sit down and have a long meeting about, well, how'd you get that pricing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the type of equipment. That's the beautiful thing about the franchise mm-hmm. and being a part of a franchise. Um, just like if you went out and bought a Chick-fil-A franchise. It comes with all the processes and procedures. Right. Got it. One of the biggest things that we work with is the pricing model because they know, you know our, our franchise knows how many labor hours it takes to properly clean this 20-ton unit or, or this 2-ton unit. Mm-hmm. It, it's very strategic. And, and when it comes down to cleaning it, when that technician goes out there, he has a very detailed task list of this is how many labor hours it should take you and this is what you have to do and he's to check off <laughs> all, all the different things that he's supposed to do on that piece of equipment as opposed to just winging it mm-hmm. and going out there without any kind of computer documentation.
1: So digesting all of that, um, I know you said um, that, that this is kind of the, the co-author um, piece because um, we're happy to you know you can do a mix of of the above or you can do all of you know all gpm coverage um you know clearly from a recommendation perspective you definitely need cleaning on all of them so we would not recommend the test and inspect um, the c3 at all Mm -hmm. you know we we definitely need at least clean the units and put the time in on it Mm -hmm. and then we can certainly whether we do this one or this one, we're going to provide you with a list of the, the concerns, the things that need to be addressed. Okay. Um, you know, this um, was going to, it, from from the point after we do the startup um, PM, you know, until um, we're going to the, everything would be covered. Mm-hmm. You know, unless there was, there were exceptions mm-hmm. um, brought up to you. Um, and then again, as Matt said, he's listed by location the average age of the equipment mm-hmm. so that gives you a better idea. That's mm-hmm. always
2: an interesting thing for me to see. You know, are they seven years old? Mm-hmm. Or are they 15 years old? Yours is right there on the timeframe yeah. when things really yeah. start to go down.
0: So, Christy, so I understand you all correctly. So, mm-hmm. um... When it, we can choose between it and i understand the, that this is just the bare minimal your c3 mm-hmm. but for the when i look at all of the the organization so mm-hmm. depending on the site we can choose either gpm or c2 we don't have to go all yeah. or none exactly
2: mm-hmm. okay which is why we broke it out that way because okay. it, there could be situations where you don't own the building and it might make sense to, right. to do right uh, do all the cleanings but as things need to be repaired we get approval from you guys
0: and the contract is it is it on an annual basis a triannual basis what what are the terms of a contract
1: um typically at a minimum it's an annual basis and uh, that, that's something that you and I can negotiate okay. um truly that I'm, I'm sorry I'm gonna call you Juanita a Pietro let me just it's not okay. say a name it's all right um um Really, our, our increases, because everybody has received increases in the marketplace, usually our increases are nowhere, you know, usually around 3% max. Mm-hmm. Now we're coming to customers saying we're looking at somewhere between 5 and 10% increase. So, you know, if we were to go in and negotiate, I could... Um, if we have a multi-year agreement, I can negotiate a cap on increases year to year. Understood. So, there, so there, there's, but, there, but at the end of the day, to answer your question, there's a lot of flexibility. Okay. But truly, because of the, the um, number and because of the condition of these sites, we really would prefer to have a rolling start. Mm-hmm. And so maybe what we do is we start in October and roll in a few of them, and each month add, I think I told you before, maybe about four or five max per month and then we roll those into the time that we get all of them under agreement and at that point in time, maybe that's the year or something. There's a lot of flexibility that just comes down to what you
2: and I negotiate. Okay,
0: now did you have a chance to make it out to our Clyburn campus?
2: No, we, when Juanita and I were looking at locations, we ended up going to the Brooklyn mm-hmm. Community Pediatrics instead of, or no, the Brooklyn Casey, instead of the Claiborne somehow we cross wires on that and okay. went to the wrong one. But, okay. uh, and, and I called her when I realized the mistake and she's like, no, let's just do it on the next batch. Um, Keep it out there. But so I can get out there. I was saying, so yeah, are, are um, there major issues. There
0: are, and that, so our main hubs are, are Harden Street, which right now I know we're just